0: to Horror Cafe where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Jackie
1: and I'm Erica
0: and this is May Hauntings Month. This is episode 10 season 2 and we are talking about House on Haunted Hill. What are we drinking today? Well I brewed us up a very strong batch of espresso.
1: We need it today.
0: Yes we had a long day. Driving around yesterday, so we needed that boost today. Absolutely. Before you get into the dramatic reading of the plot, this has been a challenging month. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Last year it was fine. I know. But this month we watched a couple of movies and it just hasn't worked out for this p- particular theme. So we ended up on House on Haunted Hill, which is a 1999 movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, not the original.
0: Not the original. Mm -hmm. And, uh,
1: well... We should have done the original. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, go into the plot. All right. A millionaire with theatrical tendencies, Stephen Price, invites a number of people to stay at a creepy building that used to be an insane asylum. Stephen, accompanied by his bitter wife, Evelyn, offers a million dollars to anyone who can stay the whole night without leaving out of fear. With Steven and Evelyn become trapped with their guests, they quickly realize that the house really is haunted, and the spirits dwelling within are very angry. Boy, are they pissed off. The, I forgot which movie I had read the plot to. I think it was Blair Witch, where it sounded way more dramatic- Than what the movie actually was. Than what the movie was. really was, mm-hmm. and this is definitely one of those, and I think Blair Witch, the remake, I'm talking about the remake, is better than this movie. <laughs> I agree. And that's saying a lot. I remember when we watched this back in the day. Mm-hmm. This movie felt really scary, innovative. Like, we watched it a lot. Yes. And we thought it was, like, this amazing horror movie. And now, not so much. Yeah. It's, um... I'm going to say it right now. It has not aged well. No, it has not. And... I really was looking
0: forward to watching it, and then it really fell short. I remember watching this movie, like you said, when it first came out, and then I even owned it on DVD. I remember. And what a letdown! <laughs> it's it's amazing how our how our, how, our, how our memories add to an experience, but yeah. it has been. Years since I had seen this movie, mm-hmm. and you had recently seen it, and you weren't so enthusiastic about it. I think you intentionally didn't tell me how bad, bad, bad it really was. Well,
1: I told you it hadn't aged well, but I don't think you understood. No, I did not. And I think you had to see it for yourself. I agree. To I be probably honest. wouldn't have
0: believed you, but I probably just should have watched it on my own, and That's I all right. would have turned it off within the next within the first fifteen minutes or so. Maybe.
1: Well, I felt it the minute the movie started, and it kept going. I felt your disappointment; it was palpable.
0: Yeah, new word, huh? Uh-huh. We love that word.
1: You like that word? <laughs> uh-huh. Like I could really tell. And as the movie kept going, I just felt you so upset and ready to just <laughs> be like, "Let's turn this off and try another movie." Yeah, no, I
0: I did want to do that, but I didn't because we've already been through a couple of movies mm-hmm. for this specific topic. And they just fell so short that at this point, let's just do this wor- the worst one and get it done.
1: <laughs> and we did. And we did. And we, whatever. It's, we can't like everything like we've said. We oh, can't yeah. agree with everything. Mm. And, you know, now you have watched it and now you can retire this oh, no, in it's your reti- mind. It's
0: not just retired. It's dead and buried. Wow. Wow. No
1: pun intended. Dead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, then let's dive into some movie facts. Okay. The critics, Rotten Tomato critic score gave it 31 Mm -hmm. and audience gave it 42. I think these are all too high (laughs) because the acting, even the acting was cheesy. And I'm really surprised that Jeffrey Rush was in this. Yeah. Because I consider him a, you know, a good, a very good actor. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of, he's the only one I liked, but even his, he was very over the top. And I think that was the point. I
0: think that was intentional for the role, but it just,
1: it did not. Deliver. Yeah. It just didn't deliver. Anyway, go on. It was released on October 29th of 1999, mm-hmm. and it went on to be the number one movie that weekend. I mean, it makes sense. It was Halloween weekend, mm-hmm. and it made $15 million, and then over time it grossed $40 million, over $40 million. And
0: that's $40 million way too much at this point. <laughs> oh, geez. Uh,
1: the film was shot in late 98, 99 in L.A., uh, with the series of the house's driveway being shot in Griffith Park, which is where the Griffith Park Observatory is. Mm. It kind of looked familiar. That's why it
0: looked familiar. I was so, like, that
1: looks like something I've seen. Not that I've been there, but either. from seeing movies. Right. It seems familiar from movies. Or documentaries, yeah. One day we should go there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we said this when the movie started. We called it right away, and we were right. Mm-hmm. The roller coaster that's at the beginning of the movie, which was called Terror Incognita is actually the Hulk from here in Florida, uh, the Universal Studios in Orlando. Mm-hmm. We called it, we yeah. knew it right away. We were like, That's the Hulk, that's the Hulk, and it's a fun ride. It is a sure. fun ride, so. so we were definitely <laughs> right. Uh, last little uh movie fact that I thought was kind of cool Warner Brothers and Dark Castle, which are the production companies of the movie supplied movie theaters with scratch-off tickets that would be given to the moviegoer. And the scratch-off ticket would give them a chance to win money, kind of like in the movie. And there were cra- crash cash prizes totaling a million dollars, including rentals from Blockbuster. Oh, wow. Blockbuster. Blockbuster.
0: I wonder if anyone actually ever won the
1: million dollars. I don't know. I didn't find that anywhere. So hmm, interesting. It would be interesting. Yeah. All right, that's the movie facts, so we can move on to movie talk.
0: Sure. Let's go over the movie characters. Sure. So
1: there's we, a few.
0: Yeah, so we have Stephen H. Price, who mm-hmm. is the host. Then there is Evelyn Stockard Price, who is the host's wife. And the party that he is giving is for her. Mm-hmm. Eddie Baker, an ex-baseball player. Donald W. Blackburn, Blackburn, sorry, M.D., who is the doctor, and later we find out is Evelyn's lover. Yep. Watson Pritchett, the owner of the asylum itself. Mm-hmm. Sarah Wolf, who's posing as Jennifer Jensen, mm-hmm. and then Melissa Margaret Marr, a celebrity slash camera chick, is what you put.
1: Well, because she's the one holding the camera, trying to document the whole experience, right? All right.
0: So the minute this movie started, it started with a really long and cheesy intro. It did. It started like movies did back in the day, but without the cool factor. Mm-hmm. The the music was over the top, over dramatic, Cheesy horror music. It was just really cheesy horror music. And I guess I don't have a sense of humor for that type of stuff. Maybe that's the intention here. I don't know, but I did not like it at all.
1: Yeah, so we have opening credits, and then we open to, uh what is it, 1931, mm-hmm. which is when the house on Haunted Hill is the asylum. Right. And it's being run by a Dr. Vanicut. Mm-hmm. and he is obviously doing all these bad things to the you know the To inmates. the inmates. Yeah, I guess
0: inmates. they're inmates,
1: yes. And basically... One night in 1931, the inmates rebelled.
0: Yeah, because he, they show this was kind of freaky weird. He was actually performing some kind of surgery Mm -hmm. on a patient without any anesthesia. Yeah. It was pretty bad. Yeah. And I would hear, you got to get the loonies on the path because Mm -hmm. they all went bonkers. And they finally get to Vanikut and they kill him, but they don't just kill him, they Kentucky Fried Chicken kill him, <laughs> which is what I put here. Nice. So, and then from there we go back or we go forward to the future. Yep. And that's where we meet amusement park owner Stephen Price, which ironically, the original movie is with Vincent Price. And right. I think this is a nod to Vincent Price using the last name of Price. And he's really literally he seems like a carnival owner like a one of those barkers at carnivals the way he's so over the top and exaggerated
1: mm-hmm.
0: I will say that the that part of the movie I enjoyed where he's on the ride and he's fooling he's being interviewed by these two individuals and he takes them on to get onto what is what is it, Terror Incognito? Yeah. Incognita, sorry. A.K.A. the Hulk ride mm-hmm. in this elevator. And it makes it seem like they're going up. And then all of a sudden, the elevator starts to fall apart, and they're dropping. And it's. Very, I thought that was kind of cool. Even back then, it was like, holy crap, he's fooling the audience. And this is where you see his acting, or right. his over-the-topness. Mm-hmm. Then you put, he puts them, these people into... The actual ride itself, and there's a part where the trail of oh, the trail, the track derails. It looks like it's derailing, but it's a trick. Right. And people are screaming and freaking out. So that part I thought was neat. That he's like this very innovative mm-hmm. guy.
1: Well, he's like a prankster too. Yeah,
0: it's like you never know what's gonna happen.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So you see him back in his office after the 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 um, reporters leave, and he's sending out invitations, but. For his um, wife's dinner party, birthday dinner party that he's having at the asylum. Mm-hmm. But you see that the names are changed.
1: Well, so apparently he talks to his wife and she says, you know, the list is on your uh, desk. And apparently it was a completely different list. Mm-hmm. He changed it.
0: Okay, he changed he it. I thought the thing changed No, it. no, no. no. Okay. He
1: changed it because he wanted to be a jerk. Because clearly they don't get along.
0: Oh, yes. That's pretty obvious.
1: But then when he left... The computer did change oh, okay. it to it. the people that were chosen. That were chosen. Mm-hmm. So it was changed by an entity. <laughs> so even back then, they were using the internet because that's technically tech.
0: Yeah, that was at the beginning of Earth. Yeah, pretty much. Internet yeah. was just starting to bloom. Exactly, I would say.
1: And with your to add to your nod to Vincent Price, they also kind of styled him. Yes, with the mustache, and he kind of looks like him. He has a good air of Vincent Vincent Price, Price. so Um, maybe that's why. Even the hair
0: was kind of like him, so So it was pretty good.
1: They may have chosen him for that reason. Mm -hmm. So it's the night of the party, and everybody's driving up to the house on Haunted Hill.
0: Which is really not a house. It's It's
1: not a house. It's a
0: weird-looking building.
1: Right. Very strange, yeah. Yeah. Um, And Evelyn wanted it there. Like, she wanted it to be... At this asylum, mm-hmm. right? They get to the gate, and that's where we meet Pritchett, mm-hmm. where he's the owner and says, you can't drive up. We have to walk the rest of the way. They walk up, and they walk into this house, I guess. I was going to say mansion, but it's not a mansion. It's just- it's, this it's an asylum, yeah. but it has rooms, I guess. Yeah. Because I guess people maybe live there. Probably. Well, besides the inmates, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Staff. And, you know, you walk in and it does look initially like some grand house. Or hotel, Or hotel. That's the better word for Mm -hmm. it. And all these people are like, they don't know each other. Right. And Evelyn's like, I don't know you people. Who
0: are you people? (laughs) She's kind of pissed off that this isn't the party she wanted to have. Right. And she and her husband get into it.
1: Yeah. Then the glass, there's a big stained glass ceiling and it breaks. Mm -hmm. And almost kills Evelyn, Evelyn. Mm -hmm. but she gets saved.
0: Yeah. And then they get into, uh, you tried to kill me. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. He, uh, Price and Evelyn really just, they talk about bitter.
1: Yeah. I mean, what's the point? Why not just?
0: Well, money is probably the point here. Because he's obviously very wealthy.
1: Well, clearly because he's giving anyone who survives a million dollars. Right. Or, know, stays the night.
0: Right. And if somebody should die, mm-hmm. then they get to all, whoever survives, get to gets to divvy up that money. Right. So, I'd say that's pretty rich. Yes. So. What the participants don't realize is that they're being watched. Mm -hmm. Price has this guy in a little surveillance room with all these computer monitors Mm -hmm. watching every part of the house. So clearly it's, I guess, booby-trapped, so to speak, to freak out the people. Right. I don't think he realized how bad it was going to be. Yeah. And... What was funny is, on the table where the surveillance guy is, because I don't know what his name is, Mm -hmm. and that's what we will call him, (laughs) is that there's a stack of Blockbuster video boxes. We
1: noticed it right away. Yeah.
0: This was even before they had, I think, DVDs rental at that time yet.
1: I think it was just starting to come out.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. But it was there. It's a nod to Blockbuster.
1: Yep. And then, as this argument is going on and back and forth, the house locks everyone in and i don't mean like a door lock i mean like
0: shutters. like steel shutters come down on all the windows yep. and doors they are literally sealed into this building
1: yeah obviously they think it's price because he is the carnival owner of course and price is like it's not me um and now at this point because now they want to make sure they feel safe they off, Price offers everyone their own gun. Mm-hmm.
0: But wait, before you even get there,
1: mm-hmm. this is
0: when Pritchett starts warning oh. them that the house is alive. And Pritchett, while the doors or the ceiling oh, yeah. was happening, he tries to leave. He tries to leave. He is warning them this house is evil. Right. And nobody's taking him seriously. Nobody takes him. Nobody takes these people seriously. Ever. Yeah. And and I think even more so because in their head they're like, oh, this is all part of Price's right. plan. Right. Which so, I don't blame them then. Yeah. So go on. I derailed you there.
1: So they all get a gun. They're, they're all presented in these cute little coffins. Blah, blah, blah. It was blah.
0: inside of a coffin and little coffins and in the little coffins were guns for everyone.
1: Right. So they all take one pretty much. I think one of them, I think the girl doesn't, t- the Jennifer doesn't mm-hmm. take one. And they decide to go investigate into the basement mm-hmm. to see if there's a switch, if there's something that they can open the doors. Right. And in
0: the meantime, Price goes to see the surveillance guy mm-hmm. and he tells him, I didn't close the place down.
1: Yep. So now we have a little inkling that, yep, it is haunted.
0: This is actually sounding better than the movie actually is. Yeah right yeah (laughs) anyway we digress so they go down to the basement Mm -hmm. and what do they discover they start looking through and they find all these messed up rooms Mm -hmm. an electroshock room a saturation chamber where basically a person with mental illness would be put into this chamber and they would scare the normal into them
1: right How explain up that is to this me? Thing?
0: Like they would put goggles on them or something yeah. like that, and I just it's like wow. Yeah, this Vanicut was awful.
1: Well, I think all of that psychiatric medicine was very bad <laughs> back then. Yeah,
0: yeah. And at this point, um, the people who are down in the basement. Let's just go over that. Is Pritchett and Price. And then Eddie and, and Jen, mm-hmm. Eddie is a baseball player, right. ex-baseball player, but they all split up. So it's Eddie and Jen and Pritchett and Price. Right.
1: Eddie and Jen, they're getting friendly, they're talking, and Jen says that she's not who she says she is. Right. She Her real name is Sarah, that she just came, she took her boss's identity, name, yeah. and she came instead. Anyway, so at some point too, Jen and Eddie get separated. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, and apparently Sarah's good at, she's an electrician. She was able to restore light Mm -hmm. in the basement. So that's when we were like, I don't think this girl says who she, I don't think she is who she says because she says she's like some executive producer. And it's like, but you know how to fix lights? Right. I mean, I guess anything's possible. Sure. But I was like, "Hmm, Mm hmm, interesting. So anyway, when she separates from Eddie for a moment, She kind of gets lost. She starts looking for him and she finds him. Mm -hmm. So she, but he doesn't say anything back to her. And he's at
0: the end of a long hallway and he kind of just pops out. And keeps walking. And he doesn't look normal. Right. He just is there. Right. And she calls out to him and he just walks away. So she starts following Eddie between quotes.
1: Yeah. She follows him into this room with some big container with liquid in it. Um, and Eddie's at the edge of this liquid, and he falls in, Mm -hmm. or jumps in, actually. Right.
0: Because he he doesn't fall.
1: He kind of jumps in.
0: And the liquid, we realize, is red, which implies that it's blood. Right. Supposedly.
1: Right. Then she goes to try to save him, and when she's screaming, trying to save him, the real Eddie pops up, and and he's like, what are you doing? Right. So then she freaks out. (laughs) This does sound better when we're talking about it. It's just not... Maybe what the issue with this movie is, it's the acting and the way it's presented. Yeah, I think, I know this is digressing from... So I watched the original recently. Right. And it's actually very good for an Mm. old, you know, with old movie tricks and everything. It's actually a really good movie. This is a bad representation of that that movie. movie? I think what they tried to do was take the core... Of the original, which it's there, mm-hmm. but then they added the insane asylum and all that because that's not part of it. It's ah. actually a house okay. in the original. It's a real house. It's okay. not that they embellished it, which I think was a great idea, but I think it was just produced bad. I think they should try to remake it again mm-hmm. with modern everything yeah. and make it better. Yeah. The
0: storyline- Is good. Is good. It's The acting was horrific.
1: And the film, like and all of it. And the
0: filming was very cheesy. Yeah. It looked visually bad. The FX, right. forget about it. Well, but yeah. it's also
1: 1999. I to understand, be fair.
0: but I've seen older movies that have better well, special effects. I was trying to be nice, okay? Fine. I'm not going to be nice. <laughs> anyway,
1: we digressed. Okay. Anyway, so where were we? We were with. So
0: now, the. Uh, what's her name? Um, the camera chick. Mm-hmm. She is. Deciding to go down to the basement too because she was left alone and right. oh, and in the in, in the interim, Evelyn um, Price's wife decided to go to bed. Oh yes, so. yes. So, camera chick goes to the basement, mm-hmm. and she's carrying her little camera around trying to document. And she c- comes to a special a a, a room where a it looks procedure. like they had surgery, mm-hmm. and she puts the camera up to take a picture. And what she sees is an actual scene from back in the 30s where the doctor is operating and he's surrounded by nurses as well. Mm -hmm. They're operating on a patient. Yep. Now, the thing is, she pulls the camera down and there's nothing there. Yeah. Then she pulls it back up and all of of a sudden, they turn and they look right at her. Yep. Now, I'm going to digress here again. Back in the day, I thought that this, happened frequently throughout the movie. Mm. And I found this scene, and I still think it's impactful in its own way, Mm -hmm. um, to be what stuck out the most for me. Mm -hmm. And I thought in the movie, this is probably the best scene of the entire movie in that sense that it still looked kind of good.
1: Yeah. Probably. Because since it's using old tech, Mm -hmm. it still looks good. I still... it's it's still a really good scene, and this could happen in a movie today. Right. And it would still be like, oh shit, like that's yeah. freaky. And you know, they always say that you can capture this kind of stuff on camera. Yeah. So I still thought that was good. I thought, well, I can't be fair because since I saw it recently, I already knew that this movie didn't live up to anything. So mm-hmm. I don't know what I used to think about. This movie, I know you thought that there was more about the doctor and he was more involved.
0: Yeah, I thought that they went back in time more than the two times that they did in the movie,
1: and your dad
0: thought the same thing. We were both like, "Wait a minute, what happened?" Yeah. But obviously, memory changes stuff. So we took the best parts and made them bigger Bigger. than what they really were. Mm -hmm. Now, as she's looking through the back of the camera and watching them stare at her, Mm -hmm. she gets attacked by some kind of weird, deformed human. Mm -hmm. Right?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And then she just disappears.
1: Yep. The group finds her, her camera and, you know, the trail of blood. Right. The big trail of blood that leads into the wall. And so disappears. that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. So that that was still kind of weird. Like, where did this you know body go? Mm-hmm. And Price goes to check on the security guy because he wants to know what the hell's going on. I guess you know he didn't plan any of this. And when he goes in there and he turns the security guy around, his face is missing. Yep, all like, gone, literally missing. That was still kind of gross, and it was ew. gross. Like it was still pretty well done. The uh, right effect on on that. Right,
0: and it's here that the second big scene happens. To you
1: guys. I was like, Well, in my mind.
0: Right. Okay. So he looks up at the video monitors, Mm -hmm. and in one of them, he sees Vanikut, And this is where that famous or very trendy, um, weird vibration on a person's face or whatever, I don't know what to call that, Mm -hmm. um, starts to get very popular back then. And you see him with a knife, and he's like, he zooms in and out, and... It was way better back in the day than it was now. It was now is like, okay.
1: But, okay. Hold on. Because I know you you guys talk about this. Famous to who? You? Because it happened in two movies. Fine. (laughs) I had to challenge you on that. I'm like, famous where? Well, I think it started
0: to become trendy. I saw it more in other movies. There are two movies that I can name off the top of my head where it happens, but I think it happened in other movies around that time because it was very trendy. It started to get trendy. And then it just disappeared completely. Yeah. And the other movie that it appeared in is Stir of Echoes, which I need to revisit at some point. We can. We can. Mm -hmm. You don't have to join me on that I have a
1: feeling that's going to be another movie that's going to be like, what did we think about this?
0: I know, but I have to watch it. You don't have to participate. No,
1: no, no, I, I will. Because I need to see this for myself,
0: too. Right. So, anyway, it's that weird effect that happens in that movie. Mm
1: -hmm. And that's where Price, I think Price realizes, oh, shit. Yeah. What's going on here? Well, I think he just thinks somebody's in here. It's not a ghost. Right. He thinks it's just another person Mm -hmm. in in the hotel, whatever this place is called, the asylum. Mm Mm-hmm. And this is, I wrote here, cheesy as hell,
0: 90s music. Yeah. In my note. What did you mean? There was a part there after that happened Uh that the music gets over the top. I even said it out loud. This is so (laughs) cheesy sounding. (laughs) It sounded so bad. It was just.
1: Bad. 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 Yeah. Find out what more cheesiness awaits after this quick break. find Evelyn being electrocuted. Mm-hmm.
0: Repeatedly.
1: Yeah. Like, non-stop. Yeah. And she dies. Mm-hmm. And Price is actually upset. Yes. Um, he accuses everyone yeah.
0: there of killing his wife. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the guns, everybody's got guns. And, and they're they...
1: trying to shoot each other. Yeah, it
0: was like a western in this really bad movie. So, um, yeah, that was just weird.
1: Yeah. They lock Price in that saturation chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Blackburn, the doctor dude, turns it on. Because mm-hmm. the people just wanted him to be locked up and away from everybody. But right. Blackburn comes and turns it on because apparently he doesn't like him very much. Well, and we find out why. Yeah. We do.
0: We pan into Price, and he's got these goggles on, and he literally starts hallucinating mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. in that saturation chamber, and it just goes nuts in there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then we cut back to the group, and they start putting two and two together, like, who are you? Why are you here? And they find out that everyone there of that those individuals is related to someone who was at... The actual asylum itself.
1: In the 1931 incident. Right. So it's like the house is seeking revenge. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Bringing thing.
0: back the relatives of these people who were there.
1: Right. Now, Sarah or Jennifer, whoever, she's not related to anybody because she's obviously there, you know, under a different name. She's not really the. Oh, Jennifer I see Jensen. what you mean.
0: That's right. She's not the actual one. Right. That's important for later. Hmm. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. I, I really, literally had not put that together. Yeah. How dumb of me. No. <laughs> it's quite all right. Now, what we find out mm-hmm. is that Evelyn isn't quite dead. Nope. This was a plot between her and Blackburn mm-hmm. because we find out he
1: is her lover. Yeah. And their plot was to kill Price. Price. Right. And because he is a doctor, he had given her something to kind of make her appear dead. Mm-hmm. And then he gives her a shot to bring her back to life. Right. But then she kills him. Yeah. She turns on him and she kills him. Yeah. Because she basically used him. To kill Price. To
0: to kill Price. Right. Exactly.
1: This thing is a bitch, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Somehow Price got out of the saturation chamber. Mm Mm-hmm. And they put, they meaning, I think, the house or... puts david in the saturation chamber like it's just his head and it's like severed
0: yeah i i don't know it was very confusing it was a little
1: confusing but jen thinks that price did this Mm -hmm. so she shoots at price right and then price is wearing a bulletproof vest by the way so he's not correct he's not right and they think he's dead, and then Evelyn's walking around and starts talking to Price's dead body, mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, I basically I won, ha, right? Ha. I
0: get your money, all this other stuff." But
1: then Price wakes up, right, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm not dead. I'm not dead, bitch." <laughs> so of course they're arguing because these two apparently just argue their whole life. Mm-hmm. And Price pushes her into this mysterious wall that they pointed out at the beginning, right. And this wall unleashes. But it kind of absorbs her. Yes. And unleashes this. <laughs> I don't your, know what to your call Your face it. and your energy when this presence came out was like. Because it's this bad CGI of, I guess, a spiritual representation of the all house. All the
0: dead people. Yeah. All the souls of the dead people from this asylum yeah. are in this nebulous Bad. There we go. CGI Mm -hmm. cloud. It is horrific. Yeah. Okay. I put this sucks ass.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so now this evil kills Evelyn and it starts, you know, going towards killing everybody. Right. Price tells everyone we gotta we gotta move. This thing is coming. Let's go to the attic mm-hmm. because maybe up there is the pulley system to open the to gates, open the stuff, whatever they're called. So they and go
0: in the interim. Pritchett, the poor guy who's been telling him, this place is dangerous, gets killed the entire time. Yeah. Well, he gets taken into the nebulous bad
1: cloud. Right. <laughs> they get up to the the basement to the attic. It kills Price. Somehow, some way, they do get the door open, and Eddie and Sarah get out. And right. Eddie says, "I'm adopted." Mm-hmm. So that's where him and Sarah were able to get out. He's adopted, and she's not really that Jennifer Benson, right? Um, Jensen, Jensen, Benson, eh, whatever Jensen Benson. Well, it's Price's spirit, right? That opens the pulley. opens
0: the thing for them. It actually comes out of the. I guess Nebula. Nebulous <laughs> nebulous cloud. Yeah. And he helps him escape. Now, how they even said it, how are we gonna get off of here? Because they're all the way at the very top. And if you ever look at if you look at it online, you can see how it the, the it's a weird shaped tower. Yeah. And they're all the way at the very top. And they're like, How are we gonna get down? Uh-huh. And they and all of a sudden the 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 envelope appears. And in the envelope, there's five checks for five, $1 million each. each. So now these two people, who had nothing to do with any of this, get to keep $2.5 million if they divvy it up right. Yep. And that's why they specifically were not targeted in the movie, because they had nothing to do with, with anything. Or not in the movie, in the house. They had nothing to do with it. She wasn't who she was supposed to be, and he was adopted.
1: My argument here is... Will the house eventually get the real Jennifer Jensen? And how did the house not know he was adopted? So why was he invited? That doesn't make sense. I know. None of it makes sense. All right, then. There it is. That's the movie. Yeah, that's pretty much the movie in a nutshell. It had potential. It really does. The plot
0: has potential. Watching it and revisiting it now. I was just so disappointed. This was for a long time, and I can't even fathom why. Maybe I've just gotten, my taste has been elevated. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't understand why I liked this movie so much before.
1: Because it's, it, I, I still think for 1999, this might have been amazing. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm it just, going we'll,
0: we'll we'll roll with that. Yeah,
1: there are some horror movies that don't age well. Halloween yeah. aged very well. It can still be It's good. still terrifying. It's just some movies yeah. and unfortunately the 90s has a cheese factor. It does. To it. Mhm. Anyway, all right. Sound and music. Well, now that you mentioned it, but for me I just didn't notice anything. Yeah, I just noticed
0: how cheesy the music was. It yeah. was over the top, dramatic and just bad. I guess it suited the movie.
1: It did. It fit in.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Best scene. For me it was actually the camera scene mm-hmm. with Melissa where there wasn't anyone there but then in the camera you would see yeah. the and it the, you know the doctor doing that surgery and I like that it was pixelated and you couldn't define a face it was mm-hmm. black and white and when they looked at her I still think that was pretty impactful.
0: Yeah. I have to agree I do think that that is the only redeeming thing in this entire movie. However, I also actually like the beginning at the amusement park. While it was cheesy, yeah. I thought it was good and I could see that being redone now and being even better. Yeah. So, um but yes, that part it still was like, oh wow, that is creepy. Mm-hmm. Um I just wish it had been longer and more the way my imagination apparently remembered it
1: best character i put price i put the same thing yeah i
0: thought he was over the top i think he fit the role that it was intended for i'm just surprised at i think of all of them he was the best actor
1: yeah but it was still bad it was still bad (laughs) best unlikable character i put evelyn you
0: i put the same thing i mean
1: her and blackburn were annoying and bad
0: and predictable and just but ugh. does that really make them the best unlikable character or just the worst, the crappiest character Same i think it thing. makes them no because there's a character that you hate so much that you love them mm. this person was just eh. i
1: don't know I'll, evelyn yeah Car <laughs> <laughs> okay so what character would you be for you i chose that you would be price <laughs> Have
0: to agree with that. Because you would
1: love to make roller coasters and, and you would be, you. Over I'm the all top. for the
0: pranks. Yeah. And, and scaring people. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. I'm yes. aware
1: of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are quite aware of that. Mm-hmm. Um, for you. I, I agree with this choice.
0: <laughs> you would be Pritchett. Sure would. Telling everyone, does. do you not
1: understand <laughs> that this place is evil? Yeah. You would be Pritchett. I would be the one, we got to go. We need to get out. This place is haunted. <laughs> even before stepping in, it's haunted.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't have even gone in. That's you would have true. stayed outside. I would have. You so. guys want
1: to rent this place? Give me my money. Kind of like him the whole time. Just give me my money. I want to get out of right. here. He
0: was saying that at the very when they first got yeah. in. Just give me my money. I want to get out. Right. But, but here we late. are.
1: Too late. <laughs> Does it hold up? No. no. <laughs> All right, and now our seven rules for horror movies. Okay. Ready? Yep. Number one,
0: don't say hello or who's there.
1: Rule number two, don't turn on the lights. I mean, turn on the lights. <laughs> that would be the opposite. Oh, Jesus. Turn on the lights. Yeah.
0: Number three, don't split up.
1: Rule number four, don't go upstairs, basement, attic. Rule number five, why
0: are you going in there if it says don't enter, no trespassing, or it's just. Pretty damn scary looking. Mm -hmm.
1: Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead.
0: (laughs) And rule number seven, no Ouija board.
1: All right. So for this movie, I have a few actually. They Mm -hmm. went into the basement and the attic. Yep. They split up multiple times. Mm -hmm. They went in there. Like they went into this house. Yes. When clearly it's haunted and you had somebody warning you. Yes. And... Technically, Evelyn didn't make sure Price was dead. None of them, you know. I right. don't know if he's considered the bad guy, but in their mind, right, he's the bad guy. But also, Sarah, Jen, whatever her name was, did not make sure that Price, Price was dead. dead. So nobody made sure, according to them, right, he was dead. Mm-hmm. Scream award. How many times is Erica scream in a movie? Zero. We rented this movie on Vudu, and you can also rent it on Apple TV, YouTube, and Amazon. All right. That's a wrap on House on Haunted Hill. Our biggest disappointment so far. This year. No. Of all time. Wait, how do you compare it to Chucky
0: or Child's Play?
1: Oh. Which one's worse? But the thing is, Chucky, I already knew it was going to be bad. Disappointment in that... Well, I knew this was bad, but for you, yes. you had this idea of what, of it, what this movie was. What I was. thought it was. So yes. I think for you, this was very disappointing. You're right. This is the number one. So far.
0: So far this year.
1: Yes. Let's see what comes
0: up. Oh, geez.
1: <laughs> oh, and just to, so we watched a The Haunting in Connecticut. That mm-hmm. was our first choice for um, May hauntings. Right. And I enjoyed the movie, yes. but we didn't record it on time right and the storyline was so mixed up yeah that it was hard to relate it was hard um i still recommend it i still think it has good scares because i actually screamed a lot yes you did during that movie
0: and it had a good um basis for arguing that this kid in the movie who was haunted was actually hallucinating hallucinating because of the medication he was on with some kind of um trial clinical trial yeah uh, what do you where they called clinical trial for mm-hmm. a cancer cuz he had cancer mm-hmm. so that would have made a good argument it's just that weeks and weeks and weeks went by before we were able to get to record and by then yeah. all the details were out and it was like i don't even know how to relate how to explain this movie And we just decided, let's try this one. Yeah. And that's why May has been a very challenging month for us.
1: It's been daunting finding a good haunting.
0: Which is very weird.
1: It is, because this is, I mean, it's my favorite category. And Mm -hmm. it's just been like, last year we had no problems. Nope. And it's like, okay, well. Well, this is kind of like with Amityville. Yeah. Wasn't I, yeah, I was kind of let down by Amityville last year. Yes, you were. And you, now this is your turn. This is worse. I think
0: so. This yes. is worse for yeah, you. I agree. So,
1: but I still recommend Haunting in Connecticut. I thought it was a very good movie. It is. It is um, good. It
0: still so, holds up, I think. So yeah.
1: Because yeah. I screamed a lot, mm-hmm. gave good scares, and it does it is a good story. It's just it was it's hard. Yeah. Unless you do it like the day after, it's a hard movie. And mm-hmm. it's also based on true events and with Ed and Lorraine Warren and, in The Conjuring and, World. Exactly. They do not mention them in the movie, but but in one of the Conjuring movies, they do mention they, they it. They
0: do mention this incident Yes, they as do. Well. They
1: just said, oh, we have a new case in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. And that's where you and go. And ta-da! <laughs> All right, and that's a wrap on House on Haunted Hill. That's a wrap. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook with our handle at Horror Cafe Podcast. And we also have a website, HorrorCafePodcast.com. Please comment, like, subscribe, send us emails. We'd love to hear from you. We love feedback and fan mail.
0: I get really excited when I get an email from our followers. And please send us emails because we really read them and we do reply.
1: And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That'll really help us out. You can leave the star review. And if you can leave a comment, that would be great too. Absolutely. We really appreciate it. And until next time...
0: Stay spooky.
1: Bye, everyone. Bye. (laughs)